on the topic of music, I think this one is going to be a very controversial topic. Let's go to rap and hip hop. So I feel like people always say like, oh, the old school eats us up. But let's really go through some of the lists. So for the past, we have Run DMC, Nelly, um, Lil' Kim, Bad Boys, Biggie, Tupac, Snoop Dogg. We had Snap Music. Currently, we have Lil Nas X, Migos, Future Gunna, Roddy Rich, Lil Baby, Nikki, QC, J. Cole, Drake, and so many more. What do you all think in terms of hip hop, past or the present? And I say today or present because I think there's just a lot of dope things going on right now. Um, you know, I don't think, I know that when it comes to like melodic rap, for example, Gunna isn't the first person to do this. I think about Bone Thugs and Harmony, but I think that they're accessing mainstream a lot easier. Not that that's always a positive thing, but um, I feel like they're doing a lot of cool and creative things. It's not, I automatically have to be a thug or a gangster to automatically get clout. I can be different. I can be like a Tyler, the creator, or Childish Gambino, and still have success. So I think there's a lot of cool, different stuff going on, and people are still being able to access the success. But I love Snap Music. I loved them Franchise Boys, D4L, um, Soldier Boy. I loved all that. So um, I'm going to say present, too. I think it's personally just because it's cooler to see more of their journey. Obviously, there's less technology back in the day, like Tupac couldn't go live not to like be funny but it's like cool to see like their journeys and stuff like I know he could be controversial but like someone I like that was like more today back in like middle school is I loved old Kanye and I think a lot of that had to do with like my brother because he was just like really into like what he still is like beat making and stuff back then and like their producers were so good and like even though he has his ups and downs like seeing like the early like genius footage was just like insane to think that 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 guy saw whatever he saw in Kanye like that early back then so I and like some people could consider that old school but yeah just like current being able to like literally see them acting silly on like TikTok and stuff is cool and then just like being more open about like what they might have done wrong like not condoning Kendrick Lamar messing up at all but like it was interesting how he was open about his mistakes on his past album like the way he treated his baby mama which that goes back in the struggle of but at least he's I guess acknowledging it um but yeah and then just like memories from college listening to Migos mm -hmm. riding on campus like that kind of stuff just and then they're just funny like I feel like we get better quality memes out of like some of the things obviously are funny from back then but just like I don't think we'll ever have another moment when like the Migos almost we're gonna fight uh academics <laughs> and yeah, that was uh, good uh, uh, just iconic and then <laughs> have a lot of cool I guess online boutiques because of like the Instagram baddies and rapper baby mamas now so that's cool too that there's like another niche group branching off of the music of today. But I definitely feel like West Coast and East Coast 
Death Row and like Diddy them definitely try to fight at like the Source Awards back in the 90s. No, the, the, um, well, let me put present. But back in the 90s, there was always like a West Coast, East Coast beef. And I don't feel like we we have that anymore, you know, or not that I know of, which is like chill. But what I cannot stand is when people don't want to put present people, present rappers in like the greatest of all time rapper conversation. I remember back in college, there was a whole debate like this dude tried to put Drake up there with like the Tupac and Biggie. And I'm like, you know what, valid. But then other people were like, nah. Drake can't even touch Tupac or Biggie like and I'm like okay name three Biggie songs name three Tupac songs you can't do that when you go to the club right now you're gonna be turning up to Drake Migos future keep it 100 low baby so I just cannot really stand when people don't want to give people their flowers now and consider some of these rappers we have today as like one of the greats like don't sleep on Drake don't sleep on little baby, future, all of that. No, I see what you're saying, Ruth, but I think people are just like, maybe the quality of the music, because I will say one thing about the present is sometimes I'm like, this should have never left the lab and not to be shady, but like, they're just like throwing albums at us. Like I haven't even listened to Drake's new album and people are just saying how like, even though iconic, no year will touch 2016 like music, but they're saying that it's like going back to that, but that it seemed rushed. And so I'm like, okay, what is, what is, I don't understand the rush of just like dropping out, dropping an album. And it's like, I haven't even fully let the last one sink in. So maybe like that is why they say that like, you can't do that because there's such like a quick turnaround. Cause like, yeah, I can name more Drake songs than I can with Tupac, but it's like, bars. I guess, but yeah. it's like, yeah, bars. And then also just like the overall quality, because it's like, why are we getting multiple albums in one year sometimes? I don't understand that. And when I was saying the whole, like, I shouldn't have left the lab thing, like, um, had a conversation recently about like post, is it called post-mortem albums when people die and they like release their music after they die? Like how they're trying to release like a new XXX album. Like that stuff, they shouldn't be doing that like stuff at all. Like they're, y'all should have given them their flowers when they were alive and to just like be making money off of them when they're still dead, which I feel like we could, I mean, still say the same thing when we wear like Aaliyah type t-shirts and stuff is still the same thing. But like the albums releasing after they die, that stuff is weird about the new generation. And then when you were going back to like the East Coast versus West Coast, something that was interesting around that time is how like nobody was really acknowledging fully, I guess, in some instances, the South in the East Coast argument. And that's why like, um, like Outkast, like when they accepted that one award that one time, they were like, the South has something to say, because I felt like sometimes they got overlooked unless it was like party, like where the people that did um I don't even want to sound stupid but yeah unless it was like party type music I feel like they weren't really acknowledged in like that feud it was like New York and LA so 
but now we see the South has, you know, dominated today. Little baby Migos, everybody's from Atlanta, you know what I'm saying? So, but I agree with you. There's definitely a big transition from lyricism and lyrical rap to what's going to be the new radio bop. And I think part of it is definitely these labels, these deals that they're signing, you know, they need to put out a certain amount of projects a year to make the money, recoup whatever they their advance was. Um, I think another thing is a lot of people have ADHD. They have to fulfill that demand. Um, you know, it's funny. I think it was Future that had talked about in a documentary. Yeah, I went in the studio last night and made a mixtape. I'm like, how'd you make a mixtape within 24 hours? It's not the flex that you thought it was, which I like pretty much all of Future's mixtapes. But I'm like, that, that wasn't a good thing. You know, that's not something you should be bragging about. And sometimes, you know, when you hear what they made in 24 hours, it's like, yeah, it sounds like you made this in a day. That wasn't a good thing. Um, but I completely agree with you. I, I like a lot of the stuff that's just bops, but it doesn't have a lot of replay value. There's no notables and quotables, maybe some Instagram captions, but that's it. Um, you know, people definitely try to, like SoundCloud rappers, I'll see them try to shade people like J. Cole or Kendrick because they're just not on the same par lyrically. And uh, it's it's definitely interesting to see, but I think... You can't, I think about Beyonce, I think about Rihanna, Kendrick, J. Cole, you know, a lot of these people are not in a place where they can take five years off because the labels are depending on them, like a Drake, they're depending on them to make all this money to sustain the label, or if it's a new artist, they're like, we gave, we gave you a $300,000 advance, you need to make that back now, so you're going to put out a mixtape, and then you're going to put out an album, and then we're sending you on tour, and then you're getting back in the studio, and you're doing features, like, it's just back to back, they don't have time to be creative, and experience life, because um, a lot of what it is, is you have to experience life to really go and studio, studio and write about stuff, unless you have writers, but they're not doing that because they're just consistently working like robots. And you're right, because, okay, first, I just want to say, I wasn't laughing at what you were saying. When you said the whole 24 hours thing, it made me think about that Tyler Perry movie that came out in, like, 2020, how they were like, he wrote it a week. They were like, <laughs> it wrote it in a week but anyway um yeah I agree with you about the contracts and that's like so sad because like not to like play around with like what our ancestors went through but that's why they're like these slave contracts like and just like seeing people feud and like even some of the stuff Megan the Stallion is going through because she like went to Rock Nation and like it just seems like someone need politics and I guess it was the same thing was happening back in the day and we didn't know but um yeah, it's like sad. And I will say that like, sometimes I can be the type of person like where is so-and-so on Twitter if I haven't heard from them. So being a little bit hypocritical, but I think I'd appreciate it more when they, it's a longer time frame Cause I kept asking where's Bruno Mars and then we got Silk Sonic. So I think the wait can be good sometimes. Going back to the lyrically or lyrical rappers, I feel like nowadays we we do have some, but we don't appreciate them as much as the 90s. So we have the Kendrick, the J. Cole, and other rappers that I do not know of, but I barely hear those rappers on the radio compared to like the turn up rah-rah music. And I'm one of those people who I like the turn up rah-rah music, but if I'm trying to be like in my deeper side one day, then I'll like listen to the, a J. Cole album or like a Kendrick album. 
But I do think we do have those rappers, but we're not appreciative of them. And secondly, for um, how fast um, how fast it takes to make projects, I feel like we feel like celebrities or these rappers or artists owe us something. Rihanna, we've been begging her to the point of bullying her for an album. And even Drake, but also going to Drake, do you think he's had a longevity career because he puts out different projects back to back to back to back? Drake is not lazy. I can't, he's not lazy. Like I think him doing that has really kept him in this game for 10 plus years. I see what you're saying, Ruth, but I'm going to be honest. I'm the type of person that is like, I have a ton of, like besides other rappers, I have a ton of Drake on my phone. But as the, they continue to come out, it's like, I don't even remember like what is on what, like mixtape or album or EP. And I'm just like, and that's why I think that's probably why I haven't even listened to the new thing. Cause it's just like, sometimes it's an overload. It's just like Drake overload. Love them, but sometimes you need to miss people to fully appreciate their craft, I guess. With Rihanna, I feel like she's consistently gotten better. But one thing about Drake and Rihanna both, they have writers, they have teams of people, they can put out an album every year. They've put out eight albums in the last 10 years because they have a team of people. I don't know about Rihanna. I'm not saying that Drake can't write his own songs. He hasn't written for other people, but he has a whole team really supporting him and making, steaming, you know, the engine, making it go. So, and just one thing, what you said, Ruth, thought about what you said about like, we're not appreciative of lyrical rappers. I mean, that's a good point, but I also think about the fact that there's a lot of A&Rs at these labels that are not in touch. They're not in touch. They're there through nepotism and other reasons. Um, the, the people of the culture that really have their ear to the ground and could be pushing the Nazis or most Stephs or Lupe Fiascos. Um, Reina, you have one that I thought of. Was it Big Crit? Yeah. You know, I don't know if you all saw where there was like a culture council at one of these labels. It was a bunch of non-Black people. How are they going to tell us? They can't tell us. So that's one big problem. We have a lot of A&Rs that don't know, but are making these big decisions about who's getting signed to the label, who gets to put their single out, who gets the biggest chunk of the budget. Mm. And then when the people do make it, that's when we hear about those things. Because mm. they'll be like, oh, they passed on this or this song went to so-and-so. Like there was some song recently everyone was talking about. And I don't know if it was supposed to be like a Kelly Rowland song or something, but like the like whoever the person it was supposed to go to, they never even got a chance. They might've looked at it for a day and then it was given to another artist and it blew up. And it was just like, it probably would have been such a better song if it was like with like, I can't remember who it was but yeah you hear about it later on like in like sit down documentaries and there's like they just overlooked me and it's so sad but I don't know music is weird man it's weird and then we have the people who like will be in the spotlight and step back because of like other things that they're like not upfront about and just like that stuff can be interesting and sad to listen to so music is weird I guess Hollywood is weird in general but <laughs> I agree do y'all miss 106 in park 
Oh, for sure. I remember I used to come home and watch one of Six and Park with my siblings. And we were like, like if Chris Brown was coming, they'll tell us like a week in advance and you would just sit there looking at them. Like, oh my gosh, it was such a great moment. Free and AJ, like the talk show hosts, Roxy and Terrence. It was a whole culture movement. But why do you guys think we do not have 106, 106 in Park anymore? They switched hosts, and I know ratings started to decline. And then they sold the company to, again, people who are not in the culture. So between those things. I also just wonder, like, how it would even really work with like some of the music we listen to because it's just like yeah it's like hype music but then if you think about it in a club setting if you hear a song like I don't even know like some trap song you're hyped for like the first 10 seconds and you're dancing with your friends then you're like talking to each other about what's going on in the club so like would that happen on like set like would people be interested for the first two like minute of the song and then be like okay next thing just short term like attention spans I guess I'm just thinking about the music video aspect they're trying to see what the music video plot is and if the artist is actually there to you know first world premiere or whatever then that's why they like keep their attention speaking of BT the BT awards are coming up like soon I think next week and I'm excited to see who's going to perform and who's actually going to show up to the BT Awards. I feel like sometimes celebrities, Black celebrities, snub Black awards and prioritize other awards over the BT Award. But yeah, that's just my two cents into it. And also, um, do you guys think that TikTok is our new version of 106 and Park? Kind of. I just wanted to say about the BET Awards, um, I think there might be frustration like Tana has been saying because it isn't like owned how it used to be owned with just the company in general. And then I don't know the last time I like, like they have that streaming service. I don't have that. I don't know the last time I like sat down and watched BET unless it was like to watch this Christmas or something like when I was at home. But also with like the BET Awards, they have started to be just as dirty as other award shows and like put people who shouldn't be in categories in the categories. Cause you know, we all went to Kentucky and we may semi support Mr. Jack Harlow, but why is he nominated for a black entertainment television award? It's not adding up. We'll say he does this type of music. Justin Bieber did an R&B album. That's why he got nominated. I'm like, I don't care. I don't care. This was made by us for us. It can just be that. A very good point. I never thought about that. Why some celebrities snub off the BT Awards. Y'all remember when they shaded Nicki Minaj for Cardi B? And then Car Nicki said she wasn't going to show up anymore. And Nicki always supported BT. Oh, I did not see that. The last thing I remember being like a big thing, which I don't even know if this is actually at BET. This might have been at another award show. But was it BET when Rihanna threw that money at that man? Was that yeah. BET? Yeah. I thought that was a prank. Was it I don't know. I thought she was being serious. Cause she, was she, yeah. she looked serious, but I don't. I, that's the Barbados in her. I don't know if it was for real. <laughs> but I think... But you said 
You, I'm sorry, you said TikTok is TikTok the new... Uh... Oh, yeah, One Existence Park. Like, is that where all the celebrities are taking their music? We're consuming media through TikTok or social media more than anything. So maybe they should consider making something like a versus, but a 106 in part type thing and stream it live on TikTok once a week and see how it does. Pay me if they get that idea. <laughs> but yeah. Which I feel like- I so- capitalize off of that point that- which I feel like they're slowly trying to do that. Specifically, a person that comes to mind is Chloe because she'll promote stuff for weeks before she even releases a single. But sometimes for me personally, I'm like, release the single like stuff. So it's kind of a turnoff for me. But also one last comment about Versus. I had, Versus had my attention when we were more in the house. Now that we're less in the house, if somebody's like, oh, so-and-so is doing a Versus, I'm like, that's so cool. And then the night of, completely forget. So I don't know if like, the longevity of verses either too so I've never even watched the verses because I don't have Instagram anymore so I really think they should stream it on TikTok because I'm they always put, on TikTok people put them on YouTube like they'll put the feed on YouTube but I want to watch it live and have the akikis with people while it's happening sometimes they'll go live they'll oh, do it oh really yeah I didn't know that for was it did earth wind and fire have one whatever one was last easter and it was like an older group like that i think i watched it on youtube so that my phone would be free on my computer so how do they publicize the verses like you just searching for them on youtube oh okay because like it might not be verses itself it might be somebody that's like bootlegging it but like i need like the official because like on instagram how is it on instagram is it like a versus like instagram page Mm-hmm. and they're going live from it but um as far as them advertising I feel like you'll see different little just website ads pop up like you might see something on Facebook oh. if you follow the Facebook page stuff like that they might have a YouTube banner depending on what you're watching okay. so. just need to be more cautious and careful but I do think again the TikTok is a good move